0: Greetings in Jesus' precious name, my name is Jotham Kilimo, and welcome to EBZ Devotion. We continue with our reflections on Joshua chapter 14, exploring the themes that come out of this chapter, whose main character is Caleb, and the key theme is that Caleb gets his inheritance after waiting patiently, serving the Lord wholeheartedly. Today we end our reflections on Joshua chapter 14, we're picking up on yesterday's theme of claiming God's promises but now focus on ourselves yesterday we focused on God's character when claiming his promises and learned that believers can rest assured God will fulfill his promises because of who he is let's read together joshua chapter 14 verse 12 to 15. Now give me this hill country that the Lord promised me that day. You yourself had then that the Anakites were there and their cities were large and fortified. But the Lord helping me, I will drive them out just as he said. Then Joshua blessed Caleb son of Jephunneh and gave him Hebron as his inheritance. So Hebron has belonged to Caleb son of Jephunneh the Kenizzite ever since, because he followed the Lord, the God of Israel, wholeheartedly. Hebron used to be called Kiriath Arba after Arba who was the greatest man among the Anakites. Then the land had rest from war. Caleb claimed his promise from Joshua. It had been given by God 45 years earlier, but this was the right time to claim his inheritance. In verse 12, we see that he acts by going to Joshua and then voices or utters his claim, saying, Now give me this hill country that the Lord promised me that day. In this, he clearly says it is a promise from God. Further, he acknowledges he will need the Lord's help in claiming the mountain as his inheritance as he must overcome the obstacles that is the Anakite, but he is sure of victory. In Numbers chapter 14 verse 24, we read that God in making the promise of Caleb's inheritance, said that Caleb had a different spirit and follows me wholeheartedly. These characteristics of Caleb as seen by God the basis for the promise and also for claiming it. We should also make every effort to have these characteristics in us as we claim God's promises in our lives. Let me refer to them slightly differently to apply to our situation. I will call different spirits as right spirit and follows me wholeheartedly as pure motive so right spirit one writer said that a right spirit is one that is constant steadfast and unmovable because it is rightly directed toward god and open to his presence it stands firm in obedience and faith and it worships God. David writing in Psalm chapter 51 verse 10 cries, Create in me a pure heart and steadfast or right spirit. This suggests one cannot have a steadfast or right spirit without a pure clean heart, which is characterized by being joyful, kind, loving, peaceful, gentle, Or transformed. A person with the right spirit will have their heart constantly nourished by the Word and presence of God. This is only possible through the indwelling Holy Spirit in our lives, who constantly conforms us to Christ-likeness and not by our individual efforts. The second characteristic is pure motive. A motive is the underlying reason for any action. In Proverbs chapter 16, verse 2, we read that all a man's ways seem innocent or pure to him, but motives are weighed by the Lord. People can rationalize anything if they have no standards for judging right or wrong. As a Christian, Our actions are judged by the omniscient God, as you can see the motive behind them, whether pure or impure. Therefore, we should always evaluate the motive behind our actions as Christians. Is it pure or is it impure? One way of being sure of a pure motive in our actions is by imitating Christ's attitude as written by Paul in Philippians chapter 2, verse 1 to 11. Jesus Christ was humble, willing to give up his rights in order to obey God and serve people. Like Christ, we should have a servant's attitude, serving out of love for God and for others, not out of guilt or fear. Remember, you can choose your attitude. You can approach life expecting to be served, or you can look for opportunities to serve others. The two characteristics of having a right spirit and pure motive go together. A right spirit will produce pure motives. So how do we claim God's promises? When we are certain we have of the right spirit and have pure motives, then we can follow the following steps. 1. Confirm that you received a divine promise, that it is not wishful thinking, or that you are not coveting. Not all promises in the Bible are for you, or me, or anyone. For example, there are those that were for the Israelites, in different places, including in the exile, and these will not apply to us today. However, the promise you claim must be in God's Word. Regular intake of His Word helps us to establish this. 2. Evaluate your motive for claiming the promise Are you asking in submission to God's will? Will the answer harm another person and interfere with God's will for their life? Does it contradict the word of God? Will receiving this promise grow me spiritually? Does the Holy Spirit bear witness to my spirit that God is pleased by my request? Once sure of this, then keep in mind that God sees the end from the beginning and brings things to pass at precisely the right time. Wait patiently. Give God time to work through our daily experience. If we claim God's promises with the right spirit and pure motive, we will honor him, we'll receive what we ask, and we will grow in intimacy with our loving Father. Like Caleb, we will, one, pronounce the promise, and this is the best way of claiming the promise, and turn it into prayer. Prayer is how God's promises are delivered. Secondly, we clearly identify that it is from the Lord, The Lord will get all the honor and glory. Like Caleb, acknowledge the need for the Lord. This will give us divine strength and also divine timing during execution. And lastly, proclaim victory as you receive. This is evidence of your faith by testifying to God's faithfulness in receiving the promise and appropriate it for his honor and glory. In all this, we learn that claiming God's promises requires a right spirit and pure motive. Caleb was promised an inheritance by God for him and his children and he waited patiently to claim it 45 years later. He was of the right spirit and had pure motives as he received the promise. To claim God's promises, you must have a pure spirit. Is this your status? Jesus Christ is the source of the pure spirit. If not yet, invite him into your life today. What are your motives for claiming God's promises in your life? Are they pure? That is for God's glory and working in His will. Or are they impure? That is for your own selfish desires and being out of God's will. Let us pray. Sovereign Father, we thank you for speaking to us throughout this week from Joshua chapter 14. We have learned many of your attributes and truths from Caleb, your servant, to apply in our lives. I pray for each person listening that their life will be transformed as they apply these lessons. For those who are waiting upon you for the fulfillment of promises, Lord, grant them the patience to wait upon you. For those who are seeking you, Lord, may they find you, and create in them the right spirit and pure motives. For every one of us, build our faith in you, O faithful and unchanging God, that our character may grow and reflect you. All this we ask in the name of God the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.